Hi, this is Arik and Aurelia, and we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think, but as always, we let you be the judge of that. But either way, what we have to talk about is ageless. ageless. Wow, so we're really in exciting times, actually. So we are in, um, you know, at the beginning of the new normal. I mean, it's May 18th, 2020, and here in Germany, where we are recording this episode of Ageless, um, the beer gardens and the outdoor restaurants have opened. Yeah. I, I also find this interesting, but I do not think that this is the new normal, because... I mean, you know, from here, my living room window, I have spectacular view onto my favorite beer garden here. And I see people wearing, like, space visors, you know, like the, the waiters and everybody. And, and I really don't want this to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But, like, Carrie said... A lot of Asian cultures wear masks anyway when they're out and about. But that's Bavaria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. So, excuse me and no, but for now, it's very exciting, you know, that we can gather around some yeah. table and drink beer. Yeah. And so, that that's that's, I think, really exciting. I mean, it feels lighter, but I think this kind of... What I want to talk about today is abandonment you know uh, we've had to abandon these normal ways of living and interacting like we haven't been served we haven't been going to restaurants for at least you know 50 days or whatnot some countries are still you know in lockdown and I think a lot of abandonment issues are are being brought up or have been brought up for people either being abandoned or needing to abandon certain ways of doing things. And I don't know, just what, I mean, what do you think about abandonment per se? Mm. I mean, is there such thing as being abandoned? Yeah, I mean, I abandon things, like you said, like I, I just leave things behind and another word for that would be I abandon that but also yes I can see that people they will not probably call it abandoned but I can see that you have a point there that deep down they feel abandoned even though they would call wouldn't call it that right because I mean I'm just thinking about all the people, you know, that are living by themselves. I mean, starting with uh, my mom. You know, even though, of course, you know, she's well, well taken care of and my amazing sister has been going and seeing her like probably every day and, you know, we have been there in the very beginning, like just from, you know, outside and she at the open window. But then, mm -hmm. like I think three weeks ago, we were allowed to just visit just one person at a time. And now we can visit again, both of us. However, we're still technically not allowed to touch her mm -hmm. or give a hug or something. And, you know, and this, I think, is absolutely tragic. 
I mean, um, you know, being physical and being touched is like such a big part of our well-being. Mm. And so for everybody who lives alone, regardless of their age, you know, I think, yeah, there might be the energy of feeling abandoned somewhere hiding in there, even though, like I said before, it may not be classified like that. Mm-hmm. But probably these feelings of abandonment were there before quarantine started. Hmm. I mean, how can you really feel abandoned by anything? Yeah, I'm probably not the best person to ask that question because... I really, I never feel abandoned. Right, exactly. But a lot of people have accused you of abandoning them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that is true. People think like I'm abandoning them. Mm-hmm. But but when really, you? you know, no. Tell, yeah, tell and me. I, I told everybody who accused me of that. Everybody that, that vocalized it to you. Yeah, because uh-huh. I'm. Sh- I know. I'm sure a lot of people, like they feel abandoned by you, but like they won't even say it. Even if like they're still in contact with you, they probably feel abandoned. Like a certain level of your relationships different, or you know they don't see you as much. COVID nineteen and quarantine or not, like just this feeling of abandonment. I mean, so how do you? How do you? How did? Do you like you don't feel like you abandoned anybody? Like, no. you want to, so can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like, hmm. I mean, I'm just, I am just living my life, you know, and today it looks like this and tomorrow it looks a different way. And it's, you know, if you um, throw two pebbles in a pond and then you have like these interference patterns and Let's imagine that these are two people, you know, who meet. And then for a while, you know, like their paths are intersecting and then, you know, a relationship forms and it looks a certain way. But then, you know, it's like we we move on. Everybody moves on and then things look different and then... I have known people who have then wanting to keep the status quo and that's just not working for me. I don't know. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? So I guess to kind of like translate what you're saying into like just layman's terms is like, mm-hmm. I guess you're talking about if you have attachment problems, then you can feel abandoned. By me, definitely. Or by any... Yeah, I mean, of course, there are healthy attachments. I'm not talking about that. But I'm, I'm talking about, the, like, this neediness, this attachment, like, this clingy, needy status quo that you're bringing up. Like, you know, used to comfort zone kind of things in regards to not only you, but anything. Anyone can feel abandoned, I guess. Because kind of like how, you know, when you're saying, oh, I'm just living my life, I mean... Anybody who abandons anything, like really in the in the worst case of like neglection, they would say that. 
Oh. You know, like I, I've had abandonment issues that I had to really work through, uh, many of them, you know, as it's also indicated in my astrological chart, you know, this is just something that I've worked through. And of course, like the, the people that I felt abandoned by, it was coming from my clinginess and neediness, you know, even as a child, you know, I mean, yeah, you need, you need to depend on stuff and people. That's a whole nother subject altogether. Uh, people made like these accusations that like I was abandoned by my mother and whatnot. And more or less I was, but of course she would tell you like, you know, she was just living her life. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's obviously not what I'm saying at all because I'm not talking about people who are dependent on me. Like, I mean, that oh, would be that's like what selfish, it's about. So codependence you know? then. Like dependence or codependence oh, and selfishness. That, you just got I mean, it. That's I am, what it's about. I'm, I'm not selfishly living my life and, you know, now I have a child and it's inconveniencing me. And so I just, I leave the child wherever <laughs> at the right. doorstep of the next church and just move on to living my life. That's totally not what I meant. Like, I really meant like this natural cycle. And even though you felt the need to translate my example, I think it's a very simple and nice visual for that. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these rings that, um, like a pebble forms when you throw it in a pond, like they spread out. And if I have two pebbles, then those rings spread out too. And they are bound to meet those other rings. And that's the interference. And these are the patterns that they form, which means like they interact for a while. And then it tears out. It stops. Mm -hmm. And I think, and this is like normal, you know. And then if you artificially try to hold on to that and recreate that pattern and you know, that's then you know I'm, I'm really not good at that and so then people feel like that I abandon them but if you know everybody is just having a healthy movement then new patterns are forming so what are the rings in this analogy in terms of abandonment no this is just like the times or the situations where two people meet. Outside of the codependent or the dependent relationship or the attached relationship or... Any relationship. Any relationship. Okay. Any relationship. Uh -huh. Like that energy where, you know, two people meet. Mm -hmm. And like in a dependent relationship, that would mean that it doesn't peter out, you know? It's like these two pebbles are very, very close and they sort of have a equine effect on each other and they bounce off each other and create resonance. like this, yeah, create mm -hmm. this resonance and the tractor fields. Yeah. So it, yeah, uh -huh. exactly. So like with us, you know, has been like that for decades, we can call it, mm -hmm. you know, ageless. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that we are bouncing off each other, our energy bounces off. And, and this comes with the honesty in a relationship and the not clinginess. This is like where you, you know, we are all changing all the time. And so we have to read these new patterns and then interact with those. But if, 
you know, you would hang on to the way things were, like, whatever, 20 years ago when, when we met. You know, I really don't think that would work. Right, but I build upon it. Yes, in mm-hmm. a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. you build upon it. and I do. In a, in a unhealthy relationship. And I also relation- destroy what's no longer needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you abandon that. Yeah. In an unhealthy relationship, it doesn't work that way. It's like, then let's say, okay, like, I am not the same person I was 10 years ago. And then somebody treating me that way, as if I were still that person. Mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, thank you, but no thank you. Have you looked at me recently? Are you having a relationship with me? Or are you actually having a relationship with an idea of me? You're giving me good ideas to put into our ageless uh, Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, you know, then I have to say, no, I'm not going to play that game. You either either start interacting with me or we're not interacting at all because I cannot do that. Right. And then people feel abandoned. But I mean, if you really look at it, then, and that's what I tell them all the time. I say, like, really, you're abandoning me right, because, excuse me, like... You know, exactly. Get with it. You are not with it. Like, you are not even seeing me they anymore. They interact with the idea of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And they hold on to it and then they put you in a box. Exactly. And then they're just, so and they're, they're just interacting with that. Or, yeah. or punching it or attacking it or whatever, whatever the interaction inter- looks like. Whatever the interaction looks like, you it's know. It's very interesting. It's not me. So, if anybody, I would say, you know, you're abandoning me. I have never abandoned a person in my life. So most people are just in relationships with their egos. Yeah. Like in their projections. Yeah. And yeah, I can totally see that. Let's get into that more after this break. And I'm going to suggest everybody listens to our Spotify playlist, Ageless in, in Between, to help digest what we're talking about. This episode of Ageless is brought to you by Aurelia Essential Oils, wellness for you and everyone around you. Be sure to subscribe and listen to Ageless on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. Okay, we're back, and we're going to continue our conversation on abandonment issues, which I definitely think will have to be like a 10-parter, because this is no way we can talk about this in one episode. I mean, this is like workshop status, but... Mm -hmm. I think what resonated so deeply within me is that what you said is it's about attachment, but also like this codependence Uh and also how we are just really having mostly having relationships with our projections onto people. And that's, and, and like how I know that a lot of people have accused you of abandoning them, but as you've just explained, like, actually, no, they abandoned you because they didn't change. Uh-huh. And they just wanted you to stay as that, that, that ripple, you know, yeah. like just, okay. Like the rock hit the water there and that's the, that's the relationship. And they think that those ripples are going to last forever, but uh-huh. guess what? Like the rings of Saturn, they won't. Exactly. Those ripples will not last forever. Uh-uh. Like they're going to fade out and then you need to make another splash. And yes. I think people are afraid to make splashes, mm. you know, especially in relationships. So, I mean, 
really we abandon we abandon others and then we think we're being abandoned because our codependent needs are not being filled. Is that do I understand that correctly? I mean everything you said is just like mind blowing. Because mm. you know, we could call this podcast mind blower. <laughs> I like ageless better. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> because if you really think about it, then agelessness is mind blowing in and of itself. Oh yeah, I, I mean I can attest to that. And I mean I mean you used our relationship as an example and that's good. I mean I have had to change so many times and so many people you know, hundreds felt abandoned by me when mm. I wasn't living up to their expectations. And yeah. I, I mean, I will never live up to like other people's old projections and expectations of me. And also in your reality too, people felt abandoned by you when we were getting together. And it's not that a soulmate relationship is isolating. It's inclusive. But totally. if people are just jealous or have hatred or whatever the reasons are. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, you know, mm. if you go, if you guys want us to talk about that, we can, but it's just like, you have to change. Otherwise you're going to, it's going to get old and then it's going to get boring. And then, then, then you have, yeah. then you're justified to abandon it. Oh, that's a really good one. That's exactly true. That's exactly true because I've been recently actually thinking about, a very old friend I had, like Maggie, you know. So I don't think you found me on podcast, but if you do, hi. You know, I think of you recently a lot. I hope you're doing okay. I mean, we are, we were, like, really, really, really close for a very long time. Guess who I was at that time? I was the clubber, you know, and we would going to clubs all the time and we would hit the scene and we were right there. We knew everybody who needed to be known and it was just amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, after 10 years, maybe I didn't want to do that anymore. I had thoroughly changed. Mm -hmm. I moved to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I became a healer. Where, all, where everything closes or much earlier than in Europe anyway. <laughs> that's for sure. So the environment didn't really support this club. I Not mean, of course all. there I are mean, clubs. I mean, that's you know, where I did it. was one but. time, I mean, you have to, like, it went to the Mayan and everything. And I was like, oh, you know, that's cool. And I can check this off. That's really not me. It wasn't the scene where I, like from Munich that I didn't like anymore. It was just, no, I had changed. Right. I didn't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so then but visiting with that person and then being looked at as if I was still that person. Mm -hmm. That just didn't work. And I told her that actually many times because I really cared for her. I said, I really, you know, you have to stop doing that. I'm like, now I'm having... Like a spiritual practice. I sort of became the spiritual person. and say, You were always a spiritual person. Yeah, I was, of course. But now it looked looked more like You were that. expressing it. I was expressing it. In a different way. In a different way. And so then she started to go all new age on me. And I was like, mm, 
which that's has not, nothing to do with spirituality. Exactly. Really. That's, that's Reference not, uh, episode two, the Akashic Records. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you know, that's really not who I am. Come on. Like, you have to start doing ABC. Otherwise, we are going to drift apart. And she would just not either hear me, understand me, or just was too stubborn to change. Either way. Like, she probably wanted to bring you or not her particular but I think what happens is that people want to bring you into their understanding of you wow that feels okay I mean not not okay in terms of that this is okay but I can feel that that that's exactly maybe what what they're trying like, to do really and then I feel so you're on my stage and your role, your script is right here. Yeah. And there's no room for improv. Yeah. You cannot you cannot rewrite my stage. Mm. Like, you know, once again, like just being in my own house of mirrors, but not really being in the carnival or mm. being in, like, you know, in the real life, in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, your ego identity, like who you interact with people, that's not who you are either. But it, you know, in the essence, yeah. but how you choose to express yourself should be up to you, not to another person. Yeah. Oh, that's beautifully said. I can totally relate to that. And I think this is bringing it back to our relationship is why our relationship is as new as it was on day one. Blue and raw. Mm -hmm. Because we really allow each other to be that new person all the time. Absolutely. And I think like if, you know, you're a parent and then you, you know, your first impression of your child is either in the womb or when they come out. And then I think if you're a good parent, you also allow your, you change with your children and don't say, oh, you know, because they took all the candy when they were little, like they're selfish, you know, there's so many, <laughs> like, and they'll always be yeah. selfish. I mean, yeah, of course you have the nature and you see the vessel of the child and stuff and whatnot, but also you can allow them to change because I mean, that's the longest relationship that they will have ideally, mm. you know, because they have you and then, you know, yeah, that's many die, years probably. until they die. I mean, you know, if it's, you know, if, mm -hmm. you know, their, their karma they, is if good. their karma is good enough that they die before the children, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, they also, parents have that task of having to abandon themselves in a way mm -hmm. so that they don't abandon the other. Mm. Yeah. But then also, you know, I know many people who had to cut ties with their parents because the parents could not make that step and they right. could not just, you know, then change. And, uh, but on the other hand, I also know of one mother who could actually do it, mm -hmm. you know, who could then change and get her child back. Yeah. Yeah, my mom did it. Yes, yeah. she did it. Yeah, well, she, I thought it was not. for you to say, but yeah. that's very brave mm -hmm. and this amazing mm -hmm. And like to watch their relationship is just fantastic. But the amount of courage and change mm -hmm. that went into that. Wow. You almost must say, oh, I understand if they just stay on their high horse and you right. know, abandon. Yeah. I mean, you know, we both went through a lot. I mean, transformation is part of life and that's one way or another. It's, 
Mm. You know, I, I think that if you have that bond of love that one way or another lifetimes or a lifetime or years or minutes or seconds, it will, you know, love will redirect that transformative, that transformative energy. Mm. Yeah. Even though I have to say it will not always look like that, you know, you end up together. No, absolutely not. But actually, what do you think is worse? So like with the parents or, or anyone that you've had a long relationship with, maybe you've, maybe you've substituted your parents for your spouse or your relationship, or you even went the opposite way and rebelled. Like, what do you think is worse? Like cutting off that relationship or taking on the role? Oh, well, that's a no brainer. Knowing that they can't change. Oh, if you know that they can change and it's an act of compassion, then I'm all for it. But nobody because, can do that except for you. Because, <laughs> you know, this is then literally only, you know, when I dance on their floor and that's not 24-7, which means I do not become this person. Like, I'm not bending over backwards to fulfill their need, whatever, you yeah. know. It's well, like, that I think that that we're going to have probably have to say for like an actual workshop or something because that is some advanced spiritual practice right there. No, oh, okay. You know, either way, so uh that's then working. However, no to if I bend over backwards like in that codependent way just because I'm afraid to let go of the relationship, then of course that's really bad. Yeah. I'd rather abandon or, you know, I don't think people, I think people try to spin it to themselves that they're doing one, but really they're doing the other. I mean, that is really difficult to actually do that. And to maybe you, maybe you start doing it, but check with yourself. If you even remember to check with yourself on day four, mm, you yeah, know, like think of the holidays, that. you know? So either way, it's like about this abandonment and, um, that's really interesting. So no, there's definitely more that we can talk about with that, but I think we covered a lot of ground now already. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you guys think about all of this. And, um, if you want us to elaborate more, anything else you want to add? Well, I guess we're about to abandon you guys you know, because we are going to finish that podcast. Just kidding. You know we're not abandoning you. I mean, one section of our life together has now ended. You know, the podcast ends and that's it. We're done until the next episode. So would you actually feel abandoned? No, you would think that's like the normal rhythm of life. You know, we engage and then we disengage. Inhale. Exhale. Ex beautiful. And, and exhalation is not an abandonment, and neither is the masseuse when the massage is over. That's right. And this is the truth, or should be the conscious truth for all of our relationships. And then we can all stay happy together, at least for the time we're together. This has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Ageless. See you guys next time.
拜。Bye